must be nice. <laughs> that must be nice. <laughs> I miss where is Light Jennings? I know he was on Love and Hip Hop for a little bit. Let's but um I look, I, I didn't watch it either, but I saw him on there. I was just like, all I kept thinking I was like, he's in Atlanta too. Like literally everybody that pops on there, I'm like, oh, there the crazy thing is he he was I wanna oh, I wanna say he was almost engaged to Carly Red. Sure. Yeah. You don't know who that, that was is. Gonna, that was no, I, I know. I watched okay. that, that whole thing and I was just like the woman whose age what, what script did that come from? Like <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing is more I I was gonna do you ever see the movie Top Five? with Chris Rock yes yeah so she was in that movie as one of the strippers from that night she was yes <laughs> that is burned into my head I was like oh <laughs> no ew no take that back the journey that folks take that's that's what you got to think like yeah that happened <laughs> well we gonna wait until we get a couple more folks in, you know, we, y'all, I was going to say y'all coming from church, <laughs> y'all not coming from nowhere. It's definitely Most Tuesday y'all been night. at the house all day. Right. Shoot, Tuesday night used to be um, choir rehearsal for me. Tuesday night was our choir rehearsal. See, that's day. always, that's always Wednesday night for me. Really? Um, y'all have Bible study on Wednesday nights? No, no, I, well, Bible study and choir rehearsal would be on the same, same night. Ah, uh, Okay. And then the Presbyterians so cool. They feed you too, so you get there, Amen. you know, a little early. You can get up on a plate, yeah, get a word, and then go sit in choir rehearsal for ninety minutes. Yes, <laughs> Tuesday night was our choir rehearsal. Oh, so, <laughs> Lydia, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're live. There we go. Uh-huh. All right, boom. All right, so for all you people who are watching, welcome to another fantastic episode of Black Tabory. This is episode three. 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 Uh, so we up in here. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Jarius Clyatt. And I am also with the ever so gracious and beat <laughs> to the gods. Oh, child. Ah! And I tell you, this is just for this. Like, I literally was like, oh, shoot. Go ahead and pop on a little face real quick. Look, I put on the shirt. Look, look. And that's, oh, y'all got it good. I said, y'all got it so good. Just change it up and that's it. Do a little brush here, maybe whatever, and then y'all good. I'm appalled. How? We got to do shine control and uh-uh. pop on some good. Yeah, see, I'm appalled that like my facial hair and my line, because I ain't. I've been so busy, I haven't seen my barber in a little bit. So, oh yeah. And That's then the somebody invited me to do uh this casting that I had sent in for. Was like, hey, can you come in on Thursday to do this photo shoot? I said, hmm. Uh, <laughs> y'all need to see what I look like right now to determine if y'all still want me because the picture that I sent you is from them early quarantine days when I was working out every day see. And, and whatnot you know I don't look that different but my yeah I got a little tummy right. <laughs> got, a little, got a little tummy going on and most of the time they don't really 
Well, it depends on who it is. They may care, they may not. But like just certain here. folks will just be like, so are you the same weight? Are you the same? For us, it's like, is this the same hair color? Like I remember, I remember going in for, a, um, for an audition mm. and literally I had, I just got back from out of town and I had braids. Um, and that's for an agent. In my headshot, of course, it's like, you know, with my fro. Yeah. Go through the whole process, do the whole audition, do the size and all that jazz. And at the end, she was, I was just, she was just like, you know, any questions for me? And I was, you know, asking all the general agent to uh, possible signee questions. She was like, okay, well, just a couple questions on my end. Um, first, your hair, is that how you usually wear it? Is that, because it's not that same way in the headshot. And I, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, really? Are you kidding? Hmm. I was like, no, how it how it is in the in the shot. That's usually how I have it. Okay, well, yeah. She asked me a couple of questions. Like, okay, thank you. We'll be in touch. Blah blah blah. I didn't get it, but it still was just like, Jesus, thank you. Because if they were that shallow to ask me something like, oh yeah, about your hair, and it was just like, lady. Yeah. Of course she. Of course she was a wonderful one. So it literally was just like, <laughs> whitey. <laughs> You and I, YT. <laughs> but still, I was just like, ma'am, I was like, I know hella black people that are assigned to this agency. You were literally going to ask me, oh, is this how your hair usually is? And I should have been like, yep. And then I put bees on it just so you can know I'm coming down the road. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, y'all. Uh, well, welcome to Black Table Read again. Uh, we're so excited uh, for y'all who've been rocking with us since episode one. Uh, we see all the follows going up. So we yeah. love it. Follow the movement. Uh, tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, all the things. Uh, YouTube. If you haven't, if this is your first time, late. <laughs> you are late to the game, but we're thankful that you're here. <laughs> but you so go ahead and find us uh, by going to YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, and look for Black Table Read. We should pop up in purple and black. And you should mm -hmm. see our nice fine table that we built for you to come sit <laughs> and Enjoy have a good table read with us. So right. um, we're going to kick off our first segment. Uh, if you're a first timer, this is our black top segment. This is where we talk about all current events and things ranging from sports to politics to geek stuff like comics that I like. Uh, all the things black that are happening mm -hmm. in uh, uh, in the entertainment world, both uh, television, film, stage, all of it. So Lydia, you want to kick us off first? Yeah, so to knock it off, shout out to Essence for mm. their uh, HBCU homecoming celebration that they call She Got Now. I got to catch a little bit of day two and we we see our lovely lovely co-hosts rocking Howard University. H-U. H-U. You know, I did not go to Howard, but I got I did a, not a go to Howard either. <laughs> girlfriend sweatshirt <laughs> <laughs> look you gotta represent you gotta represent yeah. it's kind of like it's almost like wearing um you know any any you know clothes and stuff from any organization or not organization but more so like any universities it's like even if you didn't go there it's like it's yeah. us so that was, that was prominent in the, there. in the 90s you know in a lot oh, of yeah. black tv shows that was like Everywhere you turn, they were repping some HBCU. Right, right, right. I mean, shoot, look at a different world. Like they literally yeah. had, they were at an HBCU technically, and then you know, still gave shout outs either. to to all of them. But yeah, so they had a um a celebration going on this past weekend, um, virtually, of course. 
and it was cool like this time around is usually homecoming season yeah so it was nice to like you know still see some some artists come on there you know Monica was on there Jonathan Reynolds um Keisha Knight Pulliams, you know, she went to Spelman. So, you know, mm-hmm. she she did like a little cooking segment. It was real cool. It really gave you like that essence of like, dang, like I miss homecoming. I didn't go to an HBCU, but I still miss homecoming. Just that whole essence of like going back, seeing, seeing old folks and, you know, seeing all the Greeks doing their thing, getting mm-hmm. the good food, going to the alumni party, seeing the step show when it happens, like all those things. And then the football game, maybe, but. Yeah, yeah, at my school, see, I, I went to Western Kentucky. So see, I need to experience uh, an HBCU homecoming. Uh, oh, go to Clark. All, Between all, Clark or Spellhouse, like they, they, they kick it here. Well, I was supposed to go to the Spellhouse a couple. Was it last year? Yeah, I was supposed yeah. to go to Spellhouses last year, but I ended up. It it fell smack dab in the middle of uh, me doing a show, mm-hmm. and you know how like when you're doing a show like that that you close the show that night you go home right you got to be back for that that tudo shake you ain't trying to like you're trying to drink nothing you're trying to eat maybe sleep (laughs) do something so but no i was i was excited because this year uh we were supposed to go to howard's homecoming um Mm -hmm. and oh yeah that's that's (laughs) what i I do want to experience howard's universe uh, howard's howard's homecoming yeah. yeah That would have been, but yeah, shout out to Essence for that because literally that that was like a good a good insight for folks who aren't too familiar and especially like incoming freshmen that didn't get to experience homecoming for their first year, you know, with COVID happening and even though they may be on campus, it's like they they really didn't get that whole essence of what homecoming really is. So yeah. yeah. Um, next up, we have a. Uh, another programming coming up here at the Alliance Theater um, here in Atlanta. They are hosting five different um, organizations here um, that are in the area of racial justice for you know the arts here in Atlanta, specifically for our theater industry. Mm-hmm. It's not small, but it's it's not it's not that big. But at the same time, like there's still enough of us to where we feel the backlash. We feel the the um never presence of (laughs) what the industry is you know what i'm saying especially like for us as you know bipoc uh artists like it's 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 gonna be um a good thing so shout out to all of those folks that'll that'll be on the panel um shout out to black um our our good friends marcus hopkins turner and um britney miniweather and tina fears i don't i don't know if she'll be there but shout out to them Mm -hmm. um they'll they'll be making that move uh shout out to my boy greg hunter um that they like they're 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 gonna push it through and i know and diani rodriguez there's so many people that's on this panel yeah that it's it's like just just yeah like it's 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 so full um leah zorio like it's gonna be so good it's happening um thursday night at seven through Zoom, it's free, and they'll cover what the future will look like for Atlanta theater. Um, And I mean, just like all over the country in, you know, big places, you know, New York, LA, all those places, especially like New York, the theater industry has literally been hit and it's it's been smacked in the face by us to our white counterparts just being like, you know, hey, we're here, we're coming and we're gonna stay. 
And this is exactly what we need from you all if you want to see this art continue to push through. Because if not, we're not going to ask for a seat anymore. We're going to build our own tables. We're going to bring all the tools and we're going to make sure that you can scoot over because this little, mm -hmm. this little side to lease, this is literally what we're going to pick it up. Oh, yeah. So shout oh, out yeah. to them. It's going to, that's going to be, going to be real cool. So if you can catch that, do it, please. Yeah. I would definitely appreciate it. So, yeah. Like I said, I, it's funny, I didn't realize how deep some of this stuff ran as yeah. far as the, just like the, like how different a world. And I feel like I've been going through the blind because like when you don't see something like overtly happening to you. Yeah. Like, you know, what's happening, but it's like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the clear. I haven't, I haven't experienced this, but just to hear like the testimonies and things that were, coming yeah. out you know during that that time but also on a grander scale what was happening in Broadway I don't know if you uh got a chance what oh my god I just had his name in my head and now I can't think of it um but there was a really powerful video that was on Instagram that I caught like early on when things were going on and it, oh you're it, talking about yes I know yeah I, I can't think of his name right now yeah, I know you're talking about that. Him and I can't <laughs> think about that. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, but it was like eye opening to be like, these folks done lost their mind. Uh, if they think that we finna be up here shucking and jiving for, for almost pennies on the dollar, for you to be like, but we're doing diversity. It's like, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> you can miss me with all of that. Sorry. Yeah. But no, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for for that. I'm 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 gonna definitely be trying to tune in. Yeah, uh, and it's having friends, tune. having friends on Broadway. Like it's um, it's 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 sad that the stories can carry on wherever you are, whether it's on Broadway, whether it's at a regional theater, shoot local theaters. Like it it's too common, yeah. and you know conversations like this is literally how the change starts so yeah Ooh. for those of you all tuning in please do yes yes all right so switching gears i'm uh, gonna go <laughs> a little on the, the uh as hopefully some of y'all have hopefully y'all have gone to vote i repeat hopefully you have gone to vote <laughs> i voted yesterday it took me like 20 minutes to do so so if you have not, you can still early vote or absentee vote. But that's not what I wanted to talk this about. This is what that's I important. did. I dropped mine off. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Drop it off. Mm -hmm. Paul. Uh, but one thing we were going to talk about it last week, but we didn't have time. But Diddy uh, has proposed to launch an entirely new political party called Our Black Party. Uh, it's really not taking sides as far as being dem uh, Democrat or Republican. It's basically about the advancement of our people. Uh, and when I first heard this on Twitter, I was a little skeptical because I was like, okay, <laughs> is this a Kanye situation? Because I'm a little concerned, Diddy. Uh, do we need to check in with you? Uh, but after going and looking at the website, seeing what the statements are, seeing what kind of things, it, it, it makes sense uh, what he was proposing. Yeah on the website i mean it's it's kind of one of those things like yeah it's it's 
it's things like building uh, intergenerational wealth, yeah. having a actual political voice, making sure our vote counts mm-hmm. and not is, it's not the thing that people pander to when it's election time. And it's like, oh, gotta go talk to the black people, but making sure like the actual black vote is impacted in a way that makes a difference at all times, not just when it's a president or a Senate or anything like that. So uh, if you get a chance, you wanna check it out even more, you can go to www.ourblackparty.org. Like I said, I found it a pretty interesting read. Um, they, they've got some really good materials if you're interested in looking. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, and then lastly, because we were talking about it a minute ago with Essence and HBCU, if you at any point have watched a different world, your world has been changed for the better. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. I've always favored myself. I've always wanted a uh, somewhat relationship like uh, Dwayne and Whitley. Uh, Minus that whole getting married and almost getting married. Baby, at the baby, please. Baby, I please. do. She said I do. To which one? Die. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just die. So like that literally is classic. <laughs> you know, but you know, they, they, they have their good moments. So it's like, yeah. I having a little, especially when I went to college, I was like, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get up on me a little. Oh, wait, it did not happen, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> but there is going to be a different world, a live reading. Uh, I don't know if many of you guys have been catching these various like theme Zoom calls uh, with different. There was one with the Golden Girls with like Tracy Ellis Ross. That was uh, good. That was really uh, good. I think you said there was one last week with Sterling K. Brown, his wife. Yeah, um, Gabriel Union was the whole, they were doing a rendition of, or an episode of Friends. Okay, and yeah. Um, yeah, so what's his name? Oh gosh, from Insecure. And uh, yeah, it was a whole bunch Jay of Ellis? Jay Ellis? No, uh, uh, the one that, that plays one. Nathan. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his name, yeah. but I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. But yeah, it's a part of their uh, Zoom where it happens is basically a fun way of encouraging people to vote and all the different things that go into voting and the census and all that. So this is just another thing. So um, it looks like, oh, we got an update. So Tessa Thompson was supposed to be in it as, she was supposed to be using for Canoe, Canoe? But now she's apparently being moved to host. Uh, Yara was supposed to host. We talked about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like she's not anymore, which is still cool. Uh, but you got uh, Oswin Benjamin playing Dwayne, Kelly mm-hmm. McCreary playing Whitley, Storm Reed uh, from Euphoria is playing Jalisa and Freddie. And then they got Lil Yachty <laughs> playing Ron. Uh, Okay, was does Lily? I hope hopefully Lil Yachty know who what a different world is. <laughs> does somebody clue him in? He's from here. He knows what it is. But okay, let's just cool. hope he he can act. I I haven't seen. He can act. The well, film. no, I take that back. He was in um. How they, high? He did a, how high too. I didn't watch so, that. I I, I like classics. Did I. I like yeah. classics. Which goes into our thing of what should be touched again and what shouldn't be touched. But you know, some in some cases, some sequels can be better, but. Yeah, if it ain't method and 
and red all, all yeah all i don't want it <laughs> i'm good i'm good on that i'm good on uh, that so. all right y'all well that wraps up our uh black tape i'm not black table look <laughs> that wraps up our black top Ooh, it's been a long try day, to end y'all. the show already <laughs> we're done that ends our black top segment and uh now we're gonna get ready for our table read which i'm so excited for lydia what what we got on deck what's what's for our table read today our table read is MAGA hats and theater the road to reparations now we gave it that title because that is exactly what we are on ladies and gentlemen welcome to 2020 the year that the world stopped turned upside down and the lord said we're gonna shake it around and we're gonna start all over <laughs> not shake it around like legit Press down, shake it together, <laughs> run it over. Jesus made a way for me. Look, we're not about to get into it. Um, but um, <laughs> listen, but um, if you see a MAGA hat, which stands for Make America Great Again, you know who's wearing it. It is our current presidente, current commandero in chief, the man who... Um, basically cares about certain issues that probably other folks don't because a lot of it pertains to only him. And with that being said, you have folks that believe that same thing and that when they wear, whether it's the hat, whether it's the shirt, you know, whether they have the flag waving in the back of their pickup trucks, it makes you wonder, where are we really going to go from here? Um, and it has got both Jerry and I, Jarius and I to think, especially for us as artists. We are in this time of a reckoning. And we were just talking about, you know, how some friends of ours are going to be on a panel this week where we talk about the racial injustice that's going on in the entertainment industry. And I mean, the arts community is, is just one chunk that's getting this this spray of like all things racial, all things like it just like it's just it's so much of it that is wrong and feels so bad to the point where it's like, no, this is the industry from which we live in. And when you have folks like that that um are behind the tables from which we go into audition for, from which we go into um rehearsal with, from which we go on stage with, from the ones we go on set with. It just makes you think like, okay, where are we gonna go from here? And just like the panel this week, just like a lot of panels I've been having via Zoom um, and even ones that hopefully will happen later on is, is it is it going to be that change that hopefully will stick? And it really will go from, you know, what we go to in this election that literally you have a week to vote and get your voice heard um so yeah people in the arts community you know we have our our different ideas and things about um the current president the current administration and everything and it it literally just like all barrels down because a lot of the funding that goes towards the arts as well is handled by this current administration um and i know for both myself and jerry it's like we are also not only are we entertainers but we also are teaching artists so we teach young children the arts from which we love and push it onto them 
and we let them know about this beautiful art from which we love. And in some cases, in some cities, they don't have these arts educations anymore. A lot of it is pushed off by folks just like us who are willing to just teach it <laughs> that, that we're not inside of a school, but we'll teach it just, you know, off the cuff. Yeah. Because, you know, you have an administration that basically is cutting the funding for um, arts education. So we have to make it possible. And it's stuff like that to, you know, just to continue the ball rolling for uh, for young people who are interested, whether it's singing, dancing, poetry, playing an instrument, any of those things. So the road to reparation starts. Like it's, it's been we've been on that road, I think we're, we're probably like, you know, a thousand miles in. Yeah. It's almost like that that crisscross, uh, <laughs> that that crisscross like you know, track that you take from city to city. Now we taking this from coast to coast, no. top down, east west, north south. Like it is well on well on its way, and hopefully we are able to put that MAGA hat away. Uh oh, Lydia, we can't hear you. I was muted there. That was the devil trying to let me know. <laughs> he didn't want to know what I was going to say. You were being silenced. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully here we will be able to set a new standard for the arts community, um, especially for us as BIPOC artists yeah. and all the work that we're pushing forth. So yeah, yeah. you know, what do you think? Oh man, so many thoughts, so many thoughts. <sighs> One thing in particular, I, I think I've learned most recently is I'm very tired of asking permission. I'm yeah. very, very far beyond being like, all right, can I please? And it's, it's and I, I, I wanna be inclusive in, in hiring my friends because you, you you me and Lydia are quite a lot in a lot of things our friend pool is very diverse and we like to bring in a lot of people for things but I've I've been so energized to want to create a space for us yeah. uh and hire more of us and showcase more of us because people in Atlanta have failed to do so um we talked about this last week i mentioned the name for a minute but one thing that was very disturbing to me recently was seeing brian clownist i'm you know i'm just calling what i you know was seeing him be overtly and proudly wearing the maga hat now let me preface this by saying i have no problem as far as whatever your political affiliations are that's on you like yeah. I, I'm more I'm more concerned with your heart placement, how you actually treat people, how you view people. Now we can go back and forth between, you know, political grounds and who's right, who's wrong all day. I'm like I said, I'm more concerned about where your heart is positioned because that determines what kind of person you actually are. Now, the only problem when it comes to this make America great thing is is what it has incited since it has become a thing right it is incited violence it is incited fear in minority groups it is it is basically made 
the theater world so it's almost like a powder keg at times because you don't know okay do are are they did they see me as me or are they see me as a token like i remember seeing videos even on broadway of people bringing in banners of trump 2020 or trump this two broadway shows like you couldn't spend two hours in a theater and put all that at the door like you or had leave to it bring, at home. or leave it out you're coming to see a show wouldn't you want to like just take all that racism off for like two hours you know just, just but, hang hey take it to the coach don't even take it to the coat check just just don't don't even it bring the, it don't here put it in the taxi don't put it in the lift or uber just just come to the show it. enjoy you know it. and it's like it 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 made it so it, it it made me mad when I saw the video of, of Brian at this Trump rally, which ain't nobody got no damn mask on. <laughs> yeah, I was no gonna mask. ask like when was that? Because it was a whole lot of this people. Was, this was recently. Like this was very oh, okay. Yeah, and that was so was no mask. You you have them playing memory uh from cats in the background and he just wailing. I was like, didn't Andrew Lloyd Webber give you a cease and desist like a while ago about something? No. <laughs> like, help. It just that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and mind you, Brian was the artistic director of CRB here in Atlanta. Yeah. Hiring Black artists, mistreating them, being overtly racist at every corner. So much so, like, when I heard what was going on with Ragtime, I was like, you got to be joking. Like, yeah. it, it just makes no sense. So it, I'm, I'm, I am well past making excuses for people uh, who, who intentionally mean no good to the community. For sure. Uh, like that. Uh, yeah. I'm not asking for permission. I'm taking over your spot. <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're you're on notice. I'm a little direct. You're on notice, whoever you are. <laughs> no, so. and it's just like somebody put, oh, it's your mommy. She said, you guys have to create the space for the arts to continue and be unapologetic about it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I come from good stock. I come from good stock. <laughs> Listen, come on, mama. You, you know what it is. But that's what I said. Like, I, I am well past, uh, well past that point. And I think it was funny when we did lift every voice yeah uh it was so powerful because when we when we did our debriefing we were talking about that show had so many diverse black people in it mm -hmm. like all black everything all black everything from the front of the camera to the back all black everything and yet even in that space there was so much diversity different shades different shapes voice mm -hmm. types, vocal backgrounds, artistic right. backgrounds, degrees, not like everything was so, and I was just sitting back and watching the video like, wow, okay. Yeah. So we have a product that is worth seeing that holds its own weight. Why hasn't this been a thing for a while? Yeah. And it's like, this is marketable, but people don't see the value, they think, if it's all black, I can't support it because it's it's whatever. I'm like, no, these some dope people yeah. that are singing and acting their butts off and giving it like all they have. And it's a shame that y'all had to, it, it took a pandemic 
and a shutdown for people to realize it. Like, so I, I think with the, the MAGA hats is, it's just weeding these folks out, honestly. Um, and it's showing but, true colors for people. Yeah. For sure. And I think it, it takes, I need, I, I don't, for me, I'm, I'm not a big words person. Like I don't want post, I don't want uh, Martin Luther type list on the church. <laughs> I want actual like evidence that you yeah. are trying to make a difference. Right. You can tell me, oh my God, yeah, I just realized we have an all white board. We're sorry about that. We're gonna try our best to be more inclusive. That's lip service to me. What are you actually, uh, what you gonna do? Are you, are you taking some people out? Are you going to revamp your board? Like, I've seen a lot of posts of action plans, but I have yet to see the actual actions <laughs> of your implementation. Yeah. You know, have you looked into your staffing? What does your staffing look like? Yeah. Are there different opinions? Like, I'm not saying you got to just completely just go all black. When I, but I think there needs to be a, a balance of opinions and colors and backgrounds that make a difference. Right. Uh, one thing I harp on is our stage and our industry should look like the world we want to serve. You know, because our- and Look like the world from which we live in. So we talked about that, how yeah. Atlanta is so black, but you ain't gonna see it. A lot of the theaters here, they're they're not they, they don't show that you know yeah. a lot of the artistic directors or producers or whatever some of them they they push through that change some of them worry about how many tickets they want to sell some of them they they worry about they their base too much yeah they but, worry about their base and like i have told them bump your base the thing about the thing about black people is if it serves us and it's progressive, we support it. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. We support like we will come out in droves, you know. Caravans, legit. Yeah, yeah, we will <laughs> legit like, we will travel cross state lines. Right. But it has to be something that me and Lydia have talked about for a while now, if you've been paying attention. It has to elevate the culture and right. the people that you're looking to bring in. I, I think we we've, we've gotten enough of the well let me pick this show because you know they like it. It's fun. Our wonderful it's, folks. You know, our wonderful patrons and our founders and whatnot. And I'll never I'll never forget I was doing something when the pandemic first started and I wanted to I wanted to put something uh, that was very much how I felt. Uh, and they were like, I would get fired for that. And I was like, all right. Hmm. Well, dang, your hands tied, my hands tied. Who do we work for, really? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it should go back to, to what the, the arts and theater was originally. It's, it's, it's commentary, for the most part, on society Yeah. a lot of times. Uh, and so I wish we could go back to that, but also move forward in the hopes that it looks diverse as we want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just, I, I, 
it's, it sucks when you don't know who to trust uh, to, to help progress that. Because, yeah, it takes all of us, the Black community, especially yeah. here in Atlanta. Yeah. But like I told somebody uh, the other day, Black people have been saying some of this stuff for years. <laughs> it's time for y'all. <clears throat> what? <laughs> it's time for some of our fat uh, brothers and sisters to speak up with a loud voice mm-hmm. and advocate. Not their inside voices. Mm-mm. I need you to be loud and proud like if you was wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> mm. Lord, I almost spit out my water. See, mm. that's, and I think that's, um, that's the point of it because I know when, um, you know, the theaters were first shutting down you know, shows are being canceled and things like that. Um, and of course, it was around the same time that, you know, Breonna Taylor was killed and George Floyd. Mm-hmm. It literally was like, I, I was telling people all the time, it literally was like the perfect storm. There was all these things happening at the same time. And from us going to the artist march here in Atlanta, it literally was right on time. Um, and it was at the same time that some theaters, not even just here in Atlanta, just across the the arts world where how we said we saw those action plans coming through and mm-hmm. was just like, oh, our black brothers and sisters, you know, we see you, we hear you, that, that whole thing. <laughs> and it was so many oh, of I those that it was just like, okay, again, it's not like this is the first time, you know, police have taken upon themselves to protect and serve. Mm-hmm. This isn't the first time that this has basically been blatantly in our faces via video, via um, body cam. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of these things have literally happened before. We know that you see us. We know that you hear us. We know that you are with us, whatever that means. And there were a lot of people that were at the Artist March. There were a lot of people in these past few protests that it's been all colors of folk and it's been great to see. And it's like, you got some folks that are even like, oh, well, that's not enough. And it's like, well, it's something, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's not about going out and protesting in the streets, yeah, it is about putting that action together by, yeah, if you're saying that you want to change up what your staff looks like, yeah, that's going to take time because you have to go ahead, you have to screen folks, you have to get the background checks and all that jazz, because you just don't want to hire anybody, you know? You don't want to just bring anybody in your theaters, anybody in your organization and be like, hey, do this job and they're yeah. not the right person for it. But yeah. there are key people, shoot, in this city alone that are, if they're World not qualified. more passionate, that, oh my gosh, like if they're not more passionate about who they are when they are, you know, displaying whatever character, but just them as themselves, like them as an individual, there are so many people in this city that literally would kill on whatever board, on mm-hmm. whatever casting side, because they're just that passionate about it. Um, and it just goes into, you know, that sinking to those same folks and, and even more that are, you know, breezed over that haven't been cast or whatever because, you know, people don't know them or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to go back to the 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 MAGA hats and the flags and things like it it's just like if you know people feel some type of way about oh well you know 
he has on a Biden mask or she loves Kamala Harris. It's just like, it's almost the same thing, but it's like, no. for what, for what they, you know, for what they incite. Yeah. For what the message is. And I was listening to, uh, I brought it up before, but Jamel Hill used to work for ESPN, but she has her podcast um, called F it, I'm bothered. And she, she was on there talking with uh, representative Katie. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get her name later. But she basically was asking her about her representation while, you know, she's there because she's a representative in California and what it looks like for her and what it's been for her. Um, and she was like, you know, I appreciate that in states like California, in states mm-hmm. like New York, in states like, you know, where you have a, a lot of people, like a big old population of people, that you need that representation to look like what is there. You know, it's not just about representing the the white, the black, you got your Latinos, you got your Asian, you got Indian, you have all these people to shoot, especially here in Atlanta. There's so mm-hmm. many different, it's a melting pot here. And when you have something like that show up, whether it be the shirt, the hat, the flag, it's, it's kind of like how folks are like, well, we wear the Confederate flag, it's a part of our culture. But do you know what it means? Do you know what it incites? Do you yeah. know what it pushes off? Do you know what it, it reads for people? That's what it is. And to see that blatantly in the theater on film sets, it's like, that's what people, that's where people come from. Oh yeah. I've been on plenty of sets where Mm -hmm. somebody will come in and they have a pin that has Trump 2020. Like, Hey, I'm going to walk away now. (laughs) And it's like, and and, you know, you're on your way to crafty and it's just like, Oh, all right. Well, let me go over here before the director's just like um, yeah. action because let me let me pay attention to the to action fix, that's paying me, me versus the action that's not going to give me anything. Listen, let me let me let me use all of this for the camera. You know what I'm saying? Let me fix my face. Yeah, but it's like, um, and it's 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 just about changing ideals. You know, it's just about you know, hopefully, folks just waking up to but, something that that is blatantly hurtful for folk, you know? But unless unless you've been oppressed, like people think this whole mask mandate stuff that's been going on is oppression. No, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to bring it to the door like that, but that is not oppression. Oppression is walking into a room and immediately having to unpack being a black person in order to not come off threatening that's oppression <laughs> where you have to seemingly de deconstruct yourself because like to, like for instance I, I i was going to i went to old navy yesterday mm-hmm. and i had bought some sunglasses probably almost a month ago and when they came they were bent and so i had talked to old navy online they were like hey some basically they couldn't do it online on, online in the chat for me to get a new pair so I either had to return it or return it then reorder. I said that's stupid I'm gonna just go and return these things yeah so I go into the store I would re- return them and typically I'm used to since I have experience as a cashier asking people how they want their refund yeah so the lady pressed the button and then asked me and I was like that's <laughs> that's weird because if you had asked me, I would have told you, hey, I went on a gift card because what I purchased with was on a Visa gift card that I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole day I, I just was like, I was like, I should really go back 
and like they have to fix this because visa won't reissue me a car if i don't have the full car number which of course i don't have yeah. But I had to literally talk myself out of doing that, of going up to Old Navy and speaking with a manager because I was afraid that as a black man in a predominantly white neighborhood and a white establishment, that if I raised my voice or was assertive in a way, it would come off aggressive. That's a lot to have to go through mentally just to get five dollars on a gift card you know what i'm saying like that's how deep some of this stuff runs try being called the angry black woman we hear it way too much and i i have i have experienced it on so many different fronts from myself personally from other older black ladies and it's it's so frustrating when you see other women of other colors do the same thing. And it's like, this is how so she can is. yell hellfire. <laughs> and it's like, it makes you even more angry because it's like, what, wait a minute. And of course you wanna, you know, yeah. grace yourself with poise and just be like, yes, I but need a refund is, for said this, thing. Yeah, and it's just like, there. and they're just like, <laughs> I want my refund now. I want, and it's just like, and passionate. you <laughs> That's passion. That's what passion looks right. like. Right, and then, because I, oh gosh, I remember, this is maybe like a few weeks ago, I went to CVS um, and I was getting a birthday card um, for a friend and literally I went to the little self-checkout and the receipt thing wasn't working. So didn't get my receipt. And of course, when you get like the little gift card to go with it, mm-hmm. you want the receipt. So just in case you just be like, hey, this is how much is on there. Yeah. So receipt thing wasn't working and it was only two people that were working and it was an older black guy, younger, younger black chick. So the younger chick was, you know, she, at first she was behind the counter and it, at that moment she said, oh, she gets on the walkie talkie and she's like, Hey, I need to go to, you know, to the restroom. So the guy comes back and he was just like, you know, go ahead and hurry, but didn't realize they were the only two in the store. So it was a, a older white lady that was in front of me. And she was just like, oh my gosh, are they going to fix the self-checkout? I, I need to go. Excuse me, sir. Can you help me? And he's like, well, ma'am, I, my other associate, she, she's not up here. Well, where is she? Because I need to go. And he's like, well, ma'am, I, we're the only two in the store. And it's like, my goodness, I, I don't know what, this is terrible. This is terrible. And it literally was just like, the higher that she went, more octaves were hit and it was just like, ma'am, the more and more that you keep saying, this is terrible. It was just like, (laughs) not going to change. So I'm there and I'm just like, okay, I needed to go too as I was on a rush, but I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you know, the receipt thing isn't working. So he was just like, okay, well, you know, just just wait just a second, you know, she'll be right back. I tell you, it may have been maybe like, it it had to have been like 10 minutes and homegirl still didn't come up front. And I'm like, so can you just like get the little roll of paper? And he was just like, well, because it's so, it was just so much going on. But just in that instance, it was like, he was looking at me like, please don't do me like this white lady did. I could just see it in his eyes and just being like, please don't. But he could tell that I was, I I was, I was missing. I was just like, yo, in a rush here, sir, please get it. Can you help? And in my mind, I'm just like, I mean, it is crazy. And come to find out the girl was coming up front and was on the phone. 
So literally that whole time, I'm looking at her and I'm just like, so this other lady comes, she was like, are you in line? Or it was like, no, you go ahead. Obviously she's on the phone and there's an important conversation that's going on to where she's acting like she's not at work right now. And she looked over and I'm like, yes, you, you acting like there's not people in line waiting for you. Like, come on, have some cooth and have some professionalism. (sighs) What the heck is wrong with you? And it literally was like so much unpacking, but the guy was just like, thank you so much for being patient. Thank you so much because, you know, because the other lady, she was just like, eh. and she literally, she like threw her stuff down and left out of the store. It was so much. She had but... that turkey flap going on. Underneath. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I can just see it now. <laughs> this is terrible. It was, it was so much. She wasn't even that old, but it was just like, um, ma'am, it was, uh, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> but in terms of the road to reparations, I think that we cannot look to others for that. I, I, I strongly believe that our reparations or our coming into our own as, as a Black community, especially a Black arts community, is making our own waves, building mm-hmm. our own stuff, financing it, making it the best it can be come on capital and then leaving these Mm. folks to figure it out because i they they know how powerful the black dollar is which is why every chance they get they put they put us strategically in those shows color purple once on this island big river dream girls listen to me listen memphis You know, the doors they put the us in those shows and they put them up and then they go, here we where's go. My, where's my offering plate? Hold on. Let me... <laughs> here we go. I'm going to put this on the on the lot. Listen, offering plate is, is going around. It's uh-uh. going around. Well, that's what it is. Is they, they know. And so in order to give us lip service of we're change, they'll give us these shows and give us these moments. Mm-hmm. And then but I can't have a seat at the table. I can't be a director. Lydia, I have yet to be directed by a black person. I repeat, I have yet to be directed by a black person. I have yet to have a black uh, music director for a show, a black band. When I did Once on this Island out in Covington, Wonderful. I was like, and so there was a moment where we were back in the cast, we were talking about something with the drums. And I was like, it don't, it don't swing, you know, black people, we got that, we got that, that swagger, that swing, you know, it's just, it's who we are, it's engraved in us. And it was picked up on the mics (laughs) backstage. Yeah. And the person heard it. I, I personally, I didn't apologize for what I said. I apologize that you heard it in that context, and that was totally unprofessional of me. I probably should have came to you. Uh, but it was like, why is it? And it's the same thing with institutions, like musical theater programs, opera programs. I don't think I have had a a Black professor at any point in time I was in undergrad or my master's. For music? For music. Wow. I, the last time I had a Black professor 
when I was in music was high school and that was my piano teacher. Wow. And so it's like, we have credentials, we have the knowledge, we have the skill set, but these people refuse to put us in positions. Yeah. And I said, cool. So when we when we created JMC Productions, one of the first things I started doing was I told people, send me all the context of all the instrumentalists that are black to me. I just need to know everybody. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. <laughs> I need to make sure people are having opportunities where they may not be. But also, like I said, infiltrating spaces that aren't necessarily designed for us. I'm not asking permission to be on this board. What does it take to be on the board? I want to yeah. be on your board. What's the buy-in? Okay. Do you need that in check, cash app, money order, cold hard <laughs> cash? Which one? Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can run a check real quick. Yeah. So the road to reparations starts with pretty much kind of what Diddy's talking about, bringing our community together. Let's, let's put all of our resources together. Let's pull all of our resources. Let's start our own theater if it comes to it. But basically hey. put ourselves in a position to where we're not, like I said, like we're not doing the, the uh, Oliver Twist. Oliver. <laughs> yeah. More. Please, sir. Please, sir. <laughs> Can I have some no. more? <laughs> That's yeah. done. That's done. It's 2020. We have a voice that is more than they are giving us. Right. Uh, but I, I'm I'm not prone to violence. But if I see a mega hat and I'm in a show, we gonna have some words. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, now that you say that, um, on the ship when we did a after midnight, there was a couple of folks that came on the ship that had their hats, um, and I remember it was after the show, after the second show that we had that first night. And it was a gentleman that came up to us, his wife, you know, she comes, she was, you know, this raving, oh, I loved everything, you know, the tap dancing, everything was so great. So he comes up to us, he takes off his hat, you know, just to, you know, shake our hands and stuff. And he was like, oh, it was great. It was wonderful. And he proceeded to like, tell us all his memories and stuff from when his grandfather went to the shows and stuff and hmm. how his great grandfather went to the cotton club and all this other thing. And in my mind, I'm just looking at like, bro, that is a bright red hat because we could see him. He was in like yeah. the like how the lights had it, they you could basically yeah. see up into the sixth or seventh row, and he was like yeah. smack dab in the middle on the fifth row. And I remember like during my solo, like I'm going through, and like I think my song was like one of the few ones where I can actually like talk to the audience. And I used to like pick on people, and I'm looking through, and I'm just like, and you, and I didn't even like realize like I was pointing at, and he was just like, huh, me, mm-hmm. you pointing to me. <laughs> 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 And Look, it's like, you, uh, uh, you better like, would have been like, all right, I'm going to my room. <laughs> but you know what? It's like, it, it just, like we said, it goes down to ideals of, you know, if, if folks are in support of that, and even for folks that are in support of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and even the folks that are in support of the independence and anybody that's on the, on the ballot, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's so much mentality, so much of mentality that it, it shouldn't phase you, but it does because of who is behind it. And I remember being on a job with my dad recently 
And one of the gentlemen that was one of the subcontractors had a mask that said Trump 2020. And before we even pulled up on the site, I remember just like stopping and just looking back, like I was sitting in the car and I'm looking like, Jesus, mm. please don't let this make my dad, you know, black business owner, yeah. you know, the, the lead contract, like literally like lead over the entire job. And for some of them, they see that and they're just like, oh, let me, you know, see if I can get passed on him. And my dad's like, nah, like we, I'm, good. I'm <laughs> definitely one of those that have been in this business for way too long. And yeah. no matter who you are, whether you're black, white, whatever, this yeah. is what this is because this is, you know, my company or whatever. But yeah, like I saw the mask and I'm like, man, let's just hope that this doesn't, you know, let's, let's just pray for positivity. And dude was cool. You know, he was, he, it, it still just was like that, that level of, the, of anxiety that brought forth of like, there's another one, but it's just like you oh. said the road has to be paved by us yeah. and driven. Even if we have to be like Henry Ford and build the cars ourselves yeah, and literally drive that thing. Even if it's like in a big old tractor mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and pave are, the way. And there well, is no pour room the slab for of concrete. Like you can tell <laughs> I'm a contractor's daughter. Look, pour the concrete, yeah. wait, a couple, wait, wait about 30 days. Wait a quick to dry back. up, put down the blood, <laughs> come on back and make sure everything's there and then move that thing, like build mm-hmm. on top of that and and keep it on going because there's there's the younger generation is looking at that. Yeah. And yeah. it's it pushes through. But yeah, man. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that is the table read. So in summary, MAGA hats are not welcome in the theater, and the road of reparations will be paved through us. Amen, okay. Chach. Yes, the y'all from Plato's going around. <laughs> <laughs> so for any of our first timers, uh, we'd like to wrap up our show with our BTR moment. Uh, that is our Breathe, Think, Release. It's kind of a time where we just kind of wrap up everything in a nice, pretty bow for you and send you on your way uh, if you're in for the night uh, or going out into the world or listening to it later on. So, all right, Lydia, you want to take this one away for today? Wrap us on up for our BTR. I got you. So... My my main thing for this is to urge everyone, young, in the middle, old, to please go and vote because it is way, 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 way too important. This election probably has turned this world into, uh, not even just the country, the world into um, a big old mirror to see like, okay, this is exactly what we're facing. If it's this person or if it's this person, this administration versus this administration. Yeah. And just looking at some stats from earlier, 40% of Americans did not vote last election. And it's probably yeah. more than that. 40 just seems too small because it was way too much of, you know, folks just giving their their words and how they felt about certain candidates. And it was just like, okay, cool. And you would think that those same people would have gone to the polls and made their voices heard for that. And they yeah. didn't even go because they didn't like one candidate or it was, you know, two lesser evils, all of these things that people come up with. And like I was telling other people, if you feel that strongly about these two candidates, or even not even just talking about president, even talking about the folks who's going to the Senate, talking about the folks going in the car, everybody that's on the ballot. First of all, research who is going into these, these offices. 
and making sure that it lines up with your policies. And if they still just don't match up for you, go independent because you got folks there too. Hell, if, if they don't do it for you, just still go and make your voice heard because it's still your right as a citizen of this country. Yeah. Um, and just leave it there. <laughs> That's the release. Like, leave it there because you not going just gives more fuel for folks to, you know, for the younger generation specifically. You have a lot of first-time voters that's going to the polls this year. And I remember from my very first time, it was during Obama's time, his very first term. And I remember it was like a lot of folks that were saying, hey, you know, we need all the young people. The young people's going to make it through because we're the ones that's bringing in the new generation. If that wasn't so important then, it's way more important now. Because, I mean, look at where the state of our country is. Well, our world, for that matter. Yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of such a thing that hasn't happened in, in this world before, not at this capacity. So do yourself a favor and make your voice heard. Go out and vote. You have a week. Do it. November 3rd. <laughs> Let the chat say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Yes. Release it at the polls. Early voting still going on. You got time, but don't take too much time. No. Get it done. Like I said, check your heart before you go. That's what I would say. Check your heart. Look at the people who you are putting in. They determine your life in a way how it progresses, how it goes backwards. Um, and I'll even put this in there. Think about your minority friends when you're voting for certain people too, because whatever policies they might want to implement might impact the people you call best friend, homie, whatever. Think about stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. all so right, go together. Yeah, go together. Go together. <laughs> you know, something. But do something that makes an impact. Don't just complain on Facebook and yeah. wait till uh, November <laughs> November, and be like, well, <laughs> four years of this, I guess, you know. Right. So, all right, y'all. Well, I'm going to let Lydia and, and myself go because we got to go get ready for it. This is us. <laughs> so... <laughs> Until Listen, next time. You're waiting. <laughs> Look, we appreciate y'all time, so much. Thank y'all so much. Uh, next week, we'll actually have a special edition since it is the election. We won't have a full uh, Black Table read, uh, but we'll have a special election edition uh, that we hope you guys will tune in for. Uh, but until then, thank you so much. And y'all have a safe, be safe, wear masks, and vote. All right. All right, Take y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Peace.